and welcome to no one's favorite game show at sixes and sevens the game show where you rack up points and we asked all the important questions like can you tell me how to get to sesame street by giving me directions actually for once in your life i'm your host bradley d every week we uh, invite two contestants on to play our game and they rack up points and whoever wins uh, gets to do a special stunt or gets to make the other person do something else. So it's important. This is important in times of, of uh, whatever we need. But first, let's introduce our contestants. It's a uh, versus uh, a co-host of mine. So first off is Jeremy. He's the co-host of the Deuce podcast uh, that I co-host with him. Also co-host in life. Because he is my husband. So, hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for the <laughs> joke there. You already have uh, negative one point. <laughs> what? what are they, wait, I've got a minus you, one? You did the typical joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I'll scratch that negative point out because, you know, we are married, so you're going to start off with zero. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're going to give me the negative no, no, point, no, no, I don't no, want no, nepotism for... Okay, well, we'll put... Hold on, we'll put negative one. Okay. We're on, on like a good good streak. We haven't even asked any questions, and you're already losing, so we're doing pretty good. And your, uh, <laughs> your opponent today is my co-host of uh, the ABC D-Bags. It is Tony B. Tony B., you are a one-time Potty Award-winning uh, co-host, correct? That is correct. And um, when you won that award, how did you feel? I felt pretty shitty. That's uh, plus one point for you there what? on that one. What? <laughs> All right. I'm so good at this right. game. We haven't even like done any questions, and it's already no. uh, one point <laughs> to negative one point. Well, this is great. I, I'm glad that Tony and I get to be here. It's not every day that our sidekick hosts his own show. Thank and you. Then we, <laughs> Thank you. We I had to be his Negative two, <laughs> negative Wait, two points. Is it negative two total or negative three total? No, we're, you're actually only at negative one. I won't go that far. All right, we uh, we always start our episode <laughs> off with a toss-up question. Always. So always, because this is the first episode, so always. Um, always. So <laughs> uh, when you do have an answer to the toss-up question, please say your name. I will call on you, and we'll see if you are correct. Um, and uh, then we'll have the other person answer as well. Your toss-up question this week is, without going over, name my favorite Judith. Jeremy. Jeremy, go ahead. Judith Light. Judith Light, uh, Jeremy says. Tony, what's your answer? I'm going to go with uh, Judith Hogue. Judith Hogue is correct. <laughs> yeah! Three points for Tony. <laughs> Why Judith? That you talk we're, about we're gonna, light, so. we're gonna give you one point so you can start with zero. <laughs> Judith Hogue is correct. You might know her as April from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Uh-huh, that's correct? true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's great. So you're gonna start first, Tony. Awesome. awesome. So uh, you're doing good, Tony. So right I'm, now we're at I'm it. four to zero because I give you that one. Point. I just wanted to start you off with zero. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wait, he got three points for that. <laughs> yeah, three, three, he got it correct. Okay. Awesome he didn't go over. You did with Judith Light. <laughs> so without going over, <laughs> yes. So she was more than your favorite. Yes. Who's the boss now? So would that make? Your favorite? <laughs> no, she's she's more of my favorite, not my favorite. 
<laughs> you went over. You went over by. The question is without going. I don't know why I'm. You heard it over by one letter. You heard it. You were actually the first person to say, you know. Never mind. Are you ready, Tony? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, what part of the kids' movie scared the shit out of you the most? What part? Oh, of of yes, the kids' movie. Yeah, the kids' movie. And if you uh, convince kids? me, yeah, and if you have a better story, you'll earn three points. Um, I think the 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 part that scared you the most was no, um, you you scared you the most. Oh, that scared me the most. Yeah. Um, the part of uh the uh where they the guy with no arms and no legs was uh wheeling down and shaking and saying, "I have no legs." I have no legs. That was the scariest part for me. For what movie? What movie are you talking about? He's talking about the movie, the movie kids. kids. Oh, kids. Is, oh. Did you say a kids a movie? A kids movie. I didn't say the movie kids. Oh. You said I thought you said the kids movie. No, I said what? And I immediately started kids scrambling movie. to remember the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> that, was too, that was literally the only part I remembered from the kids movie. <laughs> I was like, what kids movie are you talking about? I was going to say Chloe Sevigny. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm going to have to knock you down. Knock no, you down I thought that too. if you give Tony okay, a minus, I'm not you going to give then. me one then. Okay, so the the question is, okay. what part of a kids movie, not the movie Kids, <laughs> scared the shit out of you most? It sounds like you're saying the same thing. No, I'm saying what part of a kids movie? A kids movie. Yes, not a okay, kids not movie. kids the movie. Okay, um, I think. Chloe seventy is that we said? Okay. Yeah, well, probably. The scariest thing from a kids movie uh, was the animated Hobbit. Oh, uh, yeah. When they had like the Balrog in that in that it was it the Balrog in that I can't remember they had some it was some or maybe it was Sauron I can't remember which way it was some demon thing that was just like really scary and then um, um, Bilbo Baggins himself was just scary as hell that probably scared me the most as a kid. Most. Bill, what, this is the this is the, the cartoon animated, version. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah animation the was pretty. Version. It was pretty freaky, right? Yeah, not not. So it wasn't Ian Holm that scared you as Bilbo Baggins, wasn't that Ian Holm in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. He scares me anyway, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty terrifying. Anyway. <laughs> Tony what, or uh, Jeremy, what part of the movie Kids? I mean, a kids movie scared you the most when you were growing up? Um, I would say, I remember, uh, God, I have, I have a few toss-ups on this one, um, but I would say, uh, The Secret of Nim Ooh. was just a generally a creepy one, and when he, like, meets up with the owl, where it looks like it's all, you know, covered in, like, spider webs and yeah. whatever, I thought was always really freaky. Yeah. I thought that was a creepy one. Did he take off his arms? My arms, my arms, my arms. <laughs> I got no legs. I got no legs. I got I no got legs. I got no legs. No legs. <laughs> I've got and the no thing legs. that was, I think that movie's freakier now, the too. The whole thing once is freaky. You, right. Once you realize what NIM stands for, mm. because I, I didn't realize until I was an adult that it stood for National Institute of Mental Health. Wait, that's like, what it stands for? Yeah. And all the rats are like... Lab rats? rats where they were testing on their brains and they escaped. That's why is how, this a kids? Why is that a kids movie? Yeah, that makes it yeah. even freakier for me. Then 
Kids, do you like yeah. like lab rats? You'll love Secret of the Nim. Do you love mm-hmm. brain surgery? <laughs> <laughs> that is really fucked up. I you deserve three points for that one. Yes. So I'm gonna give you three points. I've got three points. So I'm gonna give you one. <laughs> one point. Sorry. When he said Secret of the Nim, that that's freaky. So I had I had a couple toss ups too. I thought like I thought like you were gonna he, say Wheelers from. From the wheels are very freaky. They're pretty yeah, freaky. That would, um, the giant that inflatable that. rat monster from the end of uh, uh, an American tale yeah. that oh, they put God. together was pretty creepy. Yeah. And then there was like this French cartoon, but I think it was made for adults. Like when I was a kid, it used, they used to play it on PBS where like... What's it called? The kids? The big aliens were like blue and it was really weird Wait, animation. aliens I were blue? Remember. What is this yeah, movie? I, talking it, about? I have to remember what it was, but like... I remember they killed this giant blue alien monster thing. Like, they're all humanoid. They basically are, like, conquering humans or something or have. Look, you and they have kill the it, three and points. its eyes turn white when it lays on yes. the ground. And for some reason, I, that freaked the shit out of me. I don't know this movie. I remember about. that. Do you? Yes. And it was kind of it was weird do. animation. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. It was bizarre. Are you ready for second question? Yes. Jeremy, you're the start of this one. What are three items you could buy at a grocery store to make the cashier laugh? Name three items that you would. Whoever comes up with the best three items wins three points. By the way, that movie was called The Fantastic Planet. You already got three points. I know, I'm just saying. I wanted to, so people could look it up if they wanted to. What three items would make them laugh? Mm -hmm. Grocery store. In a grocery store. Yeah. I mean, you can name the grocery store if you want. Yeah. (laughs) Hinky dinky. So if I was at a Piggly Wiggly, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think if I bought a set of rubber gloves, (laughs) Um, I would say uh, a bunch of bananas and uh, chocolate syrup. This is supposed to to make them And then I'm going to... Do the little eyebrow kind of thing <laughs> at her. Wait, <laughs> I didn't see. You're gonna hey. do the eyebrow thing. Hey, were you like? Your I think that's more flirting with the cashier than like making them laugh, isn't it? I don't. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> that? How, is that how you flirt with the kitchen? I don't I know. It just depends on what kind of cashier you got. Yeah, and I mean we're at a Piggly Wiggly, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony, uh, what are your three three <laughs> items? My three items, uh, when I would go into a hinky dinky, <laughs> I would, um, let's see, I would purchase, uh, um, I think I would do a 40 of malt liquor mm-hmm. and a jar of grape jam and a box of tampons. <laughs> No, and and would you would you wink at them too? <laughs> I I I'd give the little lip bite, like I'd you bite do the like bottom a, of my lip to like the side, gun. like mm. would you, and go mm. like a every time gun? you set one of them up there, mm. bam, yeah. mm. 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 it's grape jelly. <laughs> Is it Smuckers? Mm. Yep. What? Is it Smuckers? Of course, it's Smuckers. What? With a name like Smuckers, it's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to give three points for that answer to Tony. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes total sense. I'm going to give you, 
I'm going to give you one and a half points, Jeremy. So that's four and a half. <laughs> Thank you for your Just pity half point. <laughs> You're welcome. A half more, point. more than that's, I deserve. Well, what if you win with a half a point? I was you gonna say I mean? you could win with a half a point. I Just will saying. consider myself the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. I think this goes to Tony first. Yeah. Uh, the question is: Insult me. Best insult wins six points. So go ahead, insult me, Tony. Oh, six points, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. I would have to. To say if I was going to insult you, I would say, "Nice pants. Where'd you get those? Shopko? <laughs> Fly paper jeans. There, nothing else. You're just you're just saying my pants look like they came from Shopko. Yeah. Okay. What else do you need? That's <laughs> that's, pretty, that's a pretty bad insult. <laughs> do I have to do this? Yes. One? Yes. Insult. <laughs> insult me. It's for six points. For six you could go points. to ten and a half points. Until six know points. If I want to do this. Um, it's gonna be hard to top shop go. So, it really I know. Is. <laughs> I I don't know if I can top the shop go one. Um, <laughs> I really don't want to do know, this. Kmart. I mean, you can probably top shop go. Well, why would I want to do Kmart? I mean, you already did Kmart for your shirt. <laughs> All right, Tony gets six points. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to give you three points for that one. <laughs> so I'm going to give you two and a half points, bringing it back to seven because it's half points. So that's uh, that's really great there. So. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> oh, oh, that's the that's the official uh, mid game gong of sixes and sevens. It's still going. It's still going. We're gonna pause for for the for uh, the sports scores, but before here's our sports scores. Uh, Tony, you have fourteen points, and Jeremy, you have seven points. So uh, that's going into halftime. But uh, check out these sports scores. Hello, my name is Kyle Anderson, and I am the host of a multitude of shows on Entertainment Now, on Sirius XM On Demand. Uh, I am essentially a pop culture podcast host, and uh, this is my five answers to the five questions. How long have I been reporting about entertainment? I began working in the entertainment biz in uh, the fall of 2001. I started interning at a magazine called FHM, For Him Magazine, Dearly Departed, was a uh, competitor to Maxim, and loved it there. And I had initially just taken that internship because it was a paid internship. And I was like, all right, I can just make some money. And then it seemed relatively low impact. And then I got really, really into working on pop culture and having these conversations about, you know, music and, and movies and television and being able to, uh, you know, sort of cover those things and, and mostly just have conversations about those things. And so I have been talking about and, and reporting on entertainment uh, for the better part of, I guess it's now 19 years, which seems insane that I've done anything for 19 years. If I was trapped in a WB show, which one and why? 
I am obsessed with the WB. I used to do a um, segment on my old uh, show, Up All Afternoon, called The Complete History of the WB, where I was watching every single show that ever aired on the WB network. And so I've, I've watched a lot of WB. And, and so this is actually a very tough one for me. I mean, my initial instinct was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I would 100% be eaten in that scenario. I'm In any kind of dangerous scenario, I'm definitely first to die. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm first wave, man. There's a part of me that thinks Dawson's Creek because I love that show. It, it, some days, it's my favorite television show of all time. I think ultimately, my answer to this question is, and this is not like, the, not like the sexiest answer, but my answer to this question is Felicity because I too went to college in New York City and did not have a good time. My college years were, were very bad and it wasn't anybody's fault but my own. And I kind of, I kind of view Felicity as the platonic ideal of what my college experience should have been. So I'm going to say uh, that just for my own sake, I would love to be trapped in Felicity. Uh, what TV cancellation hurt me the most? There's a part of me that anytime I get asked this question, there's a part of me that wants to be cool and say Freaks and Geeks. But the, the fact is, I didn't get to Freaks and Geeks until after it was canceled. This is a weird answer to this, I guess, but the one that I think still bothers me the most is The Grinder, which is a show that I think has now been kind of forgotten by history that aired on the Fox network. It starred Rob Lowe as a former TV star. He was a, a, a long-running cast member of a show called The Grinder, which was a... Uh, the show within a show was a kind of legal procedural type of thing. And it was kind of a send-up of procedurals. And then so he had done that show, and then he started living with his brother, played by Fred Savage, who was an actual lawyer in a small town. And like most sitcoms, it got off a kind of a rough start, but then found its groove real fast. Like, usually it takes, I don't know, half of the first season, like the first 10 or 12 episodes for a sitcom to find its legs. Grinder got there in like four. That first season is, I laughed so hard. Network sitcoms don't impress me that much. And so the fact that I was laughing at it was, you know, like really effective. What were my go-to songs to put on a mixtape when I was in high school? Now, I am old enough uh, where I actually did make mixtapes. I recorded things on actual cassettes, sometimes from the radio, which is crazy. There were a handful of songs that I tended to put on mixes. And the main reason why I made mixes, which I think for a lot of people my age who put mixtapes together, was that they were trying to impress girls. There were always a handful of songs that whenever I was trying to impress a girl, I would always sneak in generally. One of them was um, Radiohead's Karma Police. I don't know why. I just always thought that I always thought the lyric Karma Police Arrest That Man was like a very cool line. I was that's one of my favorite lyrics of all time in, in the history of rock music. Radiohead were, you know, big in the in the late nineties. OK Computer was a sort of a, a kind of cultural event, but they weren't so big where everyone knew them. And not everyone had a copy of OK Computer. And so I feel like that was like just cool enough where it felt like, oh, this guy knows a thing or two. And then the other song I tended to put on mixtapes a lot was a track by uh, Outkast from their the uh, Aquemini album. Aquemini is my favorite Outkast record. I don't know why. I was obsessed with a song called Slump. And, and I, I tended to put that on mixtapes because I think it was a hip-hop song for people who thought they didn't like hip-hop. That, that to me, was the sort of the philosophy of it. Those were two go-tos making mixtapes. Uh, finally, the movie that most people like, but I don't, I don't understand why they do. This is an interesting question because 
I like to think that I possess quite a bit of cultural empathy. And so that even when people like things that I don't like, I do tend to understand what those people see in those things. I, don't, I actively don't like Lord of the Rings, but I get why people love those books, why people love those movies. I 100%, I get it. I, I experience this more with music. I am not a big fan of Beyonce. And I also like, I, I don't necessarily, like, I guess I objectively understand why people like her, but I don't get why they like her so much more than literally anybody else. Like, I, I guess that's kind of where my cultural em uh, empathy ends, is that people who are very committed to or obsessed with, with a single thing, like Star Wars is kind of a big one for me. And it's not that I, I don't like Star Wars, but it doesn't mean anything to me in the way that it means a lot to a lot of people. I understand obsession. I've been obsessed, you know, my entire adult life has been defined by my obsessions. But I, I don't I don't quite get that specific obsession, I suppose. So I guess this is a really kind of wishy-washy answer to a very straightforward question. But, oh, I also um, don't like La La Land and have no idea why anybody would bother. So I'm Kyle Anderson. You can, if you like this, you can hear me ramble a lot more about movies and music and television. If you are a SiriusXM subscriber, you have access to the SiriusXM app and SiriusXM On Demand. And not only do you get a whole bunch of extra music channels on there, it's a lot of really, really cool stuff there, but you also get uh, a channel called Entertainment Now. And that is essentially a world of pop culture podcasts uh, we talk about movies and music and television. I host uh, a weekly show called In Theaters Now. It is a movie review show. If you enjoy uh, old Siskel and Ebert clips on YouTube, you'll like me and my friend Leah Greenblatt talking about movies. I do a show called Monday Mixtape, where uh, six new songs every single week, where we try to figure out what we like. Uh, I do a show called Superhero Insider, where I and Entertainment Weekly's Chancellor Agard talk about comic book stuff on movies and television. So if you're a SiriusXM subscriber, sign up. Go to the app or go to SiriusXM On Demand, search for my name, Kyle Anderson, or search for Entertainment Now, and uh, the whole world will open up to you on Entertainment Now on SiriusXM On Demand. I'm Kyle Anderson, and I'll see you online. All right, well, uh, hopefully you got your local sports scores. The fourth round is always our chit-chat round. Hugh Downs Chit Chat. So, Chit Chat, Hugh Downs Chit Chat was a board game invented by Hugh Downs. It uh, it has eight pages of rules. We are not going to read or do eight pages of rules of Hugh Downs Chit Chat. <laughs> but it has cards like, with what? Like rules of decorum. No. <laughs> so, but it, it does have cards, and some of the cards have words on them. I've pulled a card out at random. There's two words here on the card. You will need to choose whoever, I think it's Jeremy first. Choose a oh, word yeah. and then you're going to talk uh, and use that word in, in like your paragraph or, or story. Yes. Whoever has the better story will earn five points. Okay. Your uh, wiggle is one word and lose is the other word. I have to put both of them in there? No, you just choose one and then Tony will have the other one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, loose. Loose? Yeah, wiggle or loose. Well. Which is my pronunciation. <laughs> I could probably use both those in a <laughs> It's not loose, it's loose. This is pretty body for your for Hugh Downs. I know. I know. Wiggle and loose. Yeah. 20, 20. 20, 20. These are both things he did with Barbara Walters. 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, I've heard it all. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, and I, you probably have heard this before. Um, which, so, which, which word are you choosing? Um, I think I'm going to choose uh, wiggle. Wiggle. So when I was a kid, and I was always a, let's just say a chubby kid, um, uh, I was not the fat kid from Stand By Me, in case you were wondering. But um, I, one day, I used to live uh, in southwestern Illinois, and we had woods that butted up right against our property. And so I would go, and I'd hang out in the woods with my friends, and we'd run around. And it was kind of creepy. Like, it, it was not like a regular woods area kind of thing. So like we'd be walking through, um, you know, things would be overgrown. And one day uh, we found a big pile of sticks where like on somebody's property, they must've piled wood and the woods had grown past it. So the other kids uh, all started crawling over this big pile of wood and they were walking over it. And then I thought, I'm going to try next. And so I got up on top of it. I got right to the top in the middle and all the sticks broke under my weight. (laughs) And I sunk down into it up to my arms. So my arms are stuck out to the sides and my legs are touching nothing. And all I can do (laughs) was wiggle my legs trying to get free. Um, And fortunately, uh, the other, well, unfortunate for me, the, uh, other kids didn't know what to do, <laughs> so they ran home and didn't say anything. This is a true story. Fear of getting in trouble. This is a true story. Yeah, and so oh they God. just left me in the woods of this pile of sticks. What? Yeah, and uh, so, so then when people went looking for me in the woods because they finally figured out that I was somewhere, so they all went looking for me in the woods. So it was like the middle of the night, and they finally found me hanging out the pile of sticks. My legs are all scratched up, and I had bug bites and all that kind of fun stuff. But, like, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm stuck in here. And I kept thinking if I could wiggle my legs enough, I could knock the pile of sticks That's over. Crazy. But it did not happen. What the fuck? Yeah. How long, is, how long were you stuck in that pile of the sticks? Well, we started out, like, it was, it had to have been before lunchtime. And they found me, and it was dark in the summer. The so what? it had to have been, like, so how did past nine? ten. Like, oh my god! <laughs> it was out there forever, like, like 10, 12 hours. Yeah, and oh it was only god. because it was only because I think my parents called the other kids' family and were like, "Have you seen Jeremy?" And their parents were like, "But I thought you guys were playing." And finally, like coaxed it out of their kid that I was oh. out in the woods because they thought they'd get in trouble for like climbing on everything. What? No, they're gonna get in more trouble not telling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, you abandoned somebody in the middle of the fucking woods who was stuck. That's and that was tough. one of the many times I was in the newspaper in my hometown for getting stuck getting in stuck something. In you told me that. There <laughs> three times total. Yeah. And that was one of them. Well, Tony, um, your word is, is loose. Now, keep in mind, I, I said, tell me a story. It could be a made-up story and not a story that's embarrassing to you. I'm just telling no, you. That's- you don't That's have fine. to you tell me. You inspired me because now I've, I've, I'm going to have to tell an embarrassing story now too. Okay, um, if you want to, it'll be hey. good. Um, because uh, I, w- I was probably in like I had to have been like fifth, sixth grade, um, somewhere around there, because we still had recess, and so like as um, 
we went to recess and like me and the guys were like on the playground. So like we were like old, you know, still young enough to do recess, but old enough. Like we're like we're not really playing, playing, you know, we're like just doing dude stuff. So we're having a, a farting contest uh, <laughs> see who could fart uh, the loudest. And sure, <laughs> sure as shit. I, I got geared up and I lifted up my right leg and I stood on one leg and I just let one fly and I pushed so hard that I <laughs> shit my pants. And then I just I just stood there and then I, like, I looked at all the other dudes and I was like, I really didn't know what to do mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. So then I just looked at him and I said, the juice is loose. <laughs> and then I ran home. Like embarrassed as fuck, and like I ran home to like clean myself up and change my pants. But I had no other comeback other than the juice is loose. <laughs> and then did like one of those like ha-cha-cha dances yeah. off the, the I did, exit I was, like, stage right. Off the playground, and then as soon as I hit the street, I just started running home. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, the juice is loose. The juice is loose. <laughs> yeah. Did you go That's home and play with your like uh, white Bronco, like Hot Wheel? After that, juice is loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The juice my is white loose. Bronco Hot Wheel. I got. I hopped on do my. You, do you white lose Bronco points? <laughs> do I lose points? No, I don't. But you do. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you get five points for that amazing story. That brings your total up to 19. Jeremy, that's three points, but I should deduct you one point for making fun of the point master. The point master? I'm, well, the master of points, whatever you want to call me. Sure. But I'm not going to. I'm going to give you three points for that. It the was point, a funny The story. pointer sister? The pointer. though. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> the po- no. Now I'm really going to take one point away from you. So Jeez. now it's at nine. You were at ten, but now you're at nine. I'm sorry. Did you miss uh, Pointer Mister? That's what they said. It's German. Now you're at point, eight. Pointer Meister. Keep going. Point, Keep, point you're at Meister. eight now. We can go further if you want. What? Okay, seven. Sure. No. Yes. Oh, we're gonna. Is we're gonna. Saturday detention. Say yes. Yes. Bender your mind. Oops. Oh. 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 Pause. Uh oh. All right. Uh, we're at question five. Um, I do believe that Tony, you go first on this question. If you were a mad scientist and weren't concerned about money or ethics, what would be your first crazy experiment? Bonus points. What is your crazy scientist name? Ooh, I know. I like this one. Um, my f- first experiment would be I would try to uh, um ooh okay so my first um uh experiment would be try to try to graft a air popper popcorn machine <laughs> on someone's head so that way you could just like kind of like a hat, but then you'd always have a popcorn popper on your head. So nice. you could just have popcorn whenever you wanted. You just dump it in there. Um, my uh, mad scientist name would be um, Dr. 
Doctor, fuck your mother. <laughs> it's good. Always this good at names. Such a great name. <laughs> so, so let me get this correct. You would invent a popcorn popper, like over your head, so you could eat a bunch of popcorn, and everyone would go, "That's invented by Doctor, fuck your motherfucker," right? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. Sounds about right. You that got sounds. It. You got it. That sounds about uh, legit for you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, Jeremy, same question. Um, I think I would uh, genetically engineer an army of right. half manatees and half praying mantis so they could go underwater and they could fly. And they would be called praying manatees. <laughs> and they would have the chubby body of a manatee <laughs> with praying mantis arms and mandibles. And they would just fly around where people were like, oh, God, get to the water. And they would sure. just go underwater and could follow you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have a scientist name? Yes. Uh, <laughs> my name would be Dr. Ignatius Michelangelo Evil, a.k.a. Oh. I am evil. Ooh, Ooh, fuck. I'm sorry, oh. Tony. I'm going to have to give oh, five fuck. points to, to Jeremy on that one. Yeah, yeah gonna, I got you, schooled on that you round. You did, you got schooled on that Your round. popcorn machine will not stop my praying manatees. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've, you've thought this through before. Like, yeah, I like you've like had you've that had question before. Some time to think about that. Um, I have thought that before. <laughs> have you really? <laughs> you thought about what I went to? Were you on the toilet? You thought about it or what? Like, what did I'm you think about it? toilet? Just when I'm, just when I'm blankly staring at people across the cafe, thinking of how I would destroy them all. Why not? What's this awesome? It's, uh, we're in a pandemic. When's the last time you were at a cafe? Oh when God, I broke in the so other cool. night, just, just sat inside just sat in, the in the cafe in silence and smoked and, sm- and smoked. <laughs> I am Doctor Evil. Smoked a brisket. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, are you guys ready for your last question? This is actually worth 10 points. Ooh. So anyone could win. Ooh. Right now, it is Tony at 22 points. Jeremy, you're at 15 points. I mean, anyone can win the game unless oh, Jeremy opens his mouth and says something <laughs> to anything. Basically, no. I'm just it was a banner year in the Kalina household. Oh, there we go. Negative one point. Still <laughs> <laughs> do it. Just joking. Okay, so it's 22 to 15. Yeah, I've got a timer on this one because uh, I do believe it's you go first, right, Jeremy? It, yes, and I'm always efficient, so we love um, timers. So here we go. Uh, who can make the longest annoying sound? So I'm going to time you. Ready? And go. Okay, we 12, 12 seconds. Tony, you have to beat 12 seconds. <laughs> and and okay. a more annoying sound than that, if you can. That was pretty annoying. Are you ready? That was pr- pretty annoying. Okay, I'll try and to try to top that. Go. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Go. Okay. <laughs> Oh. 
13 seconds. Tony, you won that one. <laughs> 13 seconds? Yes. <laughs> what? Are you are you not aware of how like seconds work? What? Wait, mine was only twelve. It felt a lot longer. Than right, that. because you you did you did a continuous thing. Uh-huh. Tony just was like, yeah. Tony was coughing up a hairball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally you, didn't damage my throat at all. On that. <laughs> Tony, you get, Tony, you get ten points for that one. Tony, you get five points for that one. Our ending is thirty-two to twenty. So, Tony, you won. Holy shit. Tony, you either can give a shout out or promote something, or you can make Jeremy say the Pledge of Allegiance as um, uh, Huckleberry Hound, or is that what you do? Your voice? Droopy Dog? No, I was going to say, yeah. Droopy Dog? That's, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I, yeah. want, I want Jeremy to say the Pledge of Allegiance as Droopy Dog. Droopy Dog. So, uh, Jeremy, hold on. We got to do the ending, gong, and go ahead and leave us out. Be kind, rewind, folks. And remember, the sequel is king. I don't know. (laughs) Why were you? I just, well, I wanted to do like both of our sign-offs from both of our shows. That's what I wanted to do. Plus, I haven't thought of a sign-off, but go ahead. Jeremy's going to end us with the Pledge of Allegiance as Droopy Dog. I gotta get my face in the That's fine. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America (laughs) and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, underdog, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good night, folks. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck, that was awesome. At Sixes and Sevens has been an ABC D-Bags production. Find us at our website at sixesandsevenspodcast.com. Like to listen on the go? You can always find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. While you're at it, check us out on our Facebook page or on Twitter. Our handle is at sixesandsevenspodcast. At Sixes and Sevens is a proud member of the No Phony Podcast Network. You can find our show and many other great programs at nophonynetwork.com. Thanks for watching. <laughs>